Yo, what's good? I'm Jariah, and you are tuned into the Highlight Reel. This is a community where conversations are candid, you can be yourself and have fun, but you can learn something too. So sit back and relax, and let's get into it. All right, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of The Highlight Reel. It's some stuff that I wanted to talk about this episode that I've seen um, a lot of people talking about as far as house music, recent albums that either came out or are about to come out. And of course, I'm talking about the new Drake album and the upcoming Beyonce album. But it's some things about these albums that I feel like we need to discuss or might happen, things like that. But I also want to make sure that I give a brief history of what house music is, because I know that there's going to be a, it seems like there's a conversation around it and I love it just because it seems like this is a, a a genre that we generally don't talk about too often even though this is you know a black genre of music most people don't know that but I want to talk about the history of house music a little briefly all right so I have sources from masterclass and from complex so everything I'm about to tell you as of right now is from the sources that is from those sources all right so Larry Levine is one of the DJs that gained popularity for blending parts of progressive rock, soul, and R&B with standard disco. Now, he was a resident spinner at the gallery, which is in Manhattan, New York. Now, he was asked to be the lead resident at a new spot in New York, which is called the Paradise Garage, and then he jumped at the opportunity, right? So once he had the opportunity, his childhood friend Knuckles, who also gained popularity while he was a resident at the gallery, became so popular that some Chicago-based promoters who were opening up a club in Chicago called The Warehouse in Chicago, asked him to come there. So he decided he was going to go there and, you know, be like the lead DJ there. So this started to split the legacy of what house music is today, in a way. He flipped tunes like Michael Jackson's Rock With You with drum machines to replace live drumming and laying sweeping, drawn-out melodies that created its own distinct sound. Now, this made Knuckles' residency seen as one of the best. So he's already doing his sets like this at the warehouse, and people are starting to, you know, see it as very popular, see it as very, very good, as it says, one of the best. So it started to gain popularity in that way. Then his fans and crate diggers started to, so a crate digger is basically someone that just goes through, you know, records, they they are deep into their music history and stuff like that. As people started to look, or I mean, they started to ask about the music that they heard at the warehouse, over time, people dropped the where in the name, and they simply started to come in search of house music. So that's a quick, brief explanation of it. But then, according to Masterclass.com, house music is defined as a form of electronic dance music that originated in Chicago in the early 80s and quickly expanded to American cities like New York City and Detroit, as well as international music hubs like London and Paris. So house music has ties to London, Paris, New York City, Detroit, and Chicago, but it mainly started in Chicago. So for those of you that don't know, you should write that down or something. Put it, you know, put it somewhere, but keep that in mind because I feel like there's going to be a lot of discussion around house music coming up um, within the coming weeks, especially since you know some some big artists are dropping music that seems to be close to this root or close to this rich history of house music. All right, so house music and its, and its subgenres usually have a steady pulse and are played around. 120 beats per minute or 120 BPM for those that are DJs and, and you know. So this emerged as a new music genre in Chicago in the early 1980s and its pioneers were a group of black American DJs 
who were well-versed in disco and hip-hop subcultures who also embraced synthesizer technology. So that's basically the music. These are basically like the technology that started to make it seem less like live instrumentation and it made it seem more as like more as if the beats and music was made on a computer basically so it was kind of getting away from live instrumentation to being more computerized synthesized things like that so music historians typically trace house music back to the warehouse in chicago and then again as i stated earlier dj frankie knuckles who i talked about earlier sometimes called the godfather of house so basically frankie knuckles is credited as being the creator or the innovator of house and he put together records with a 4-4 time signature with tempos ranging from 120 to 130 beats per minute or BPM. So the 4-4 time signature is like boom, 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 boom. It's like that, right? It's a pretty consistent feel. And that's one of those things that just makes it so easy for you to dance. So the term house music comes from the fact that emerging drum machines allow DJs to create tracks at home without the use of an expensive studio. And house music has a global influence beyond Chicago, as I referenced earlier, and spreads to places like London, Sheffield, and Ibiza, which is in Spain. Um, And it also has ties, like I said, to Detroit, New York, and New Jersey as well. So house music spread to a lot of different places, and its music is steady at raves and on playlists. So even if you don't typically hear it in your circles, if most people, you know, if you just listen to hip-hop for the most part, house is a big thing. All around, like you'll see it on some playlists and then you'll see it at raves. And then for those that listen to Daft Punk, they were also a part of the French house movement as they released their version of house music. So it's just ironic to see how how house music ended up transforming into this bigger thing and it ended up migrating across the world to these different people, different areas. And then they take their own version of it with house music and they do their own thing with it. Kind of just like, you know, hip hop, other genres, things like that. All right, so there are 11 house music subgenres, and we're not going to get into all those subgenres today, but there are 11 house music subgenres. So you have house music, then you have so many subgenres of it. So, like I said, it's continued to expand and it's continued to evolve. But I will put a link to these sources in the description. So, if you do want to read about what these other, if you want to read about what these other subgenres are, you can do that because I'll put the link in the description. Um, but there are four characteristics of house music. So again, like a steady propulsive beat and the dance tempo, which is, again, like I was saying, between typically 120 and 130 beats per minute. So that's a very steady, very upbeat, um, a very a very upbeat tempo. And it's a lot of the music that's out right now or that you might hear in the mainstream or on the radio and things like that. They're not typically as upbeat is or that's what it's been seeming like. It's a it's kind of a shift and a difference from what you would typically hear on the radio. But as I was saying earlier, the 4-4 time signature does make it easy to dance to, which I appreciate because I, for one, love to dance. So that's just that's just me. Um, so again, steady propulsive beats, dance tempo, and then there is an emphasis on early synthesizers, which I was saying earlier is kind of music that gave it more of a computerized sound or just sounds that kind of got away from like the live instrumentation, but it still provided a up-tempo and, you know, upbeat. And then it House music has disco and soul influences, and this emerged from the soul. House emerged from the soul and disco era, and it often embraces the funky and soulful style. So when you like, when you know, when you feel it in your soul, when you feel it, and you really want to get down to it. That's these are things that influence house and that kind of make up what house is today. So I felt like it was important to give this brief history of, or you know, the summarization of this brief history 
of house music because I think this is going to be a conversation that we are going to be having. I feel like we're having it now, but we're going to continue to have it going forward because Drake recently dropped his Honestly Nevermind album. Some people say it was whack. Some people said it was a flop. Some people loved it. Some people thought it was different. Some people don't feel either way about it. But I think it's starting an interesting discussion because I know for me, when I first heard the album, I'm not going to lie, I heard about maybe two, three songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. But then you keep listening to the album. You're like, okay, hold on. Maybe my perception of this needs to change because what I'm hearing is obviously, at least in my head, I was thinking a lot of this music is upbeat or it's different from what I would typically hear from Drake. So maybe this whole album is going to be like that. So maybe I need to change my perspective on what I expect this album to be. So once I did that, I started to think a lot differently about the album and I started to like it even more. I said, okay, hold on. This is going to make me dance. And to me, I'm hoping that, you know, I just feel like whenever I go out, I don't hear as much dance music or just as much up tempo so i'm over here thinking all right with a artist as big as drake dropping an album like this hopefully dj start to play it hopefully that starts to change the landscape of what parties and music and functions looks like a little bit you know get us upbeat a little bit yeah i just think that that's going to be very important going forward because i think this is going to signal a shift now i also think it's funny that some people say that drake was really using this once we basically caught news that beyonce was going to drop an album it's like Drake wanted to be ahead of the curve, so he dropped it. He dropped his album first, and then some people are saying because of that, that's why it's mid. One one of my friends told me that's why it's so mid, and I thought that was funny because it's like, well, I mean, the album was already done, so maybe he like I'm I'm guessing there was some sort of plan to it, you know. So I don't think this was just I do, some of me a part of me thinks that this was a spur of the moment type thing, but another part of me also thinks that. You know, there was a plan, but I feel like it, it makes sense to think that it was a spur of the moment type thing. Of course, with the album cover, I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't finished. I don't know, but I'm not going to I'm not going to crack on that album. But I like the music that was on the album because I think it provided something different. It provides something upbeat. And I think it's very interesting. So like, I even kind of did some further research on the BPM of the most of the songs on the album. Right. So like I was saying, house music's BPM, most house music BPM is around 120 or it's between 100, 120 and 130 beats per minute. Seven of the 14 songs that are on Honestly Nevermind are above or around 120 BPM. So that's why, you know, you feel like you want to dance. You want to get groovy when you hear it because it's meant to do that. And as I was saying before, you probably expected, you know, the, the Drake that be rapping with Rick Ross, rapping lavish, rapping relatable stuff. And uh, it's just he just took a turn. He took a shift. Now, some of the lyrical content, we can comment on that maybe a little later, but... I'm kind of talking about the music in a whole, at least what you hear as far as the music, beats, stuff like that. So again, most of the songs, half of the half of the album is above or around 120 BPMs. So basically, you could see how that would maybe fit in the area of house music and why people are talking about house music as they are, because there are some similarities and some influences within the, within this music as well. Like like I said, there are ties to Detroit, New York, London. Paris, Chicago, like there are so many influences that are in this genre that or influence that are within the genre and that have spread from the genre that you can see within this album and within this music. And then again, Break My Soul by Beyonce. I checked the BPM for that. Break My Soul is, is at around is was at 115 BPMs. Right. So you need at least 120 or I think I said that right. Break My Soul is at 115 BPMs. So 
house music basically starts around 120 BPM. So for Break My Soul to be at 115, it's basically, it's basically close enough to be there and to be considered that. Now, so one of the most interesting things that I heard is that Drake dropped this album because Beyonce snagged Katranata to basically produce a lot of the music that's going to be on her album. I I hope that a lot of people know who Katranata is, but I feel like most people do not. If you do not know who Katranata is, you spell it K-A-Y-T-R-A-N-A-D-A. Katranata makes some amazing dance music. He's one of my favorite artists. He's a he's a DJ, producer, but I love like he's like a he's an artist. I love him. I I think his music is amazing. His music makes me want to dance. I feel like listening to his music is what kind of got me more into listening to more dance music because his that's so prevalent within his music. And now a lot of his music typically is somewhere around 120 BPMs. Um I read somewhere, right? And but when you listen to it, usually usually you're gonna want to dance when you hear Kachinata's music. So I think for Beyonce to get Kachinata for her album, I think, in my personal opinion, I think that's gonna be monumental. And I also think it's ironic that not too long ago, when I did my episode with my friend Peja, I believe he said something like, "Until until Beyonce hops on some Kachinata music, or you know, Beyonce and Kachinata work together." People won't start to hop on the wave. So I do want to give some credit to my homie Pager for saying that. Cause as we hear this now, like I told him, I was like, yo, I think, I think we kind of spoke this up. Like that's wild. Of course we had nothing to do with it, but it's just interesting to see that because I was also thinking the same thing. I like K Chinata separately and I like Beyonce separately. So for them to come to, together and then seeing what this album is probably already gonna be kind of similar to as far as Break My Soul, I think this album's potential to help bring back more dance music, I think it's going to be great going forward because I think that's what we need. A lot of the music that we hear is very, um, how do I explain it? Uh, you know, we mostly hear, I feel like most people hear or listen to trap music when there's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's also, you could also describe that as like, you know, the blues in a way. It's like if, because a lot of it is tough times. A lot of A lot of it is like what's going on in areas that are not, like affluent or that are not doing so well, just like tough times, right? So you could be considered that aren't like the blues and stuff like that. So the music tends to be a little slower or not as upbeat, right? So I think for us to bring this music into the fold going forward, I think it's going to do some good. It's, I mean, it is summer. Summer just started. So I think it's going to be a good thing about, I think it's going to be a good thing going forward for, you know, black culture, music, just I think it's going to be a good time. And I also think it's very interesting that this album is called Renaissance. So a renaissance is typically like a renewal or kind of like a refreshing of culture. There are new things that are being introduced. You know, it's kind of like a um, like a revival in a way or something like that. So for this album to be called Renaissance and for her to drop it when she's going to drop it. I mean, we've been in the pandemic basically three years now. Um, it's like the first real like true summer I guess you could say and then for her to drop an album calling it renaissance and then with some of the first words you hear in the song are like you know release your job release your anger release the time release the love it's it's like okay this this might be seen as a renaissance a time of renewal a time to be alive a time to try things do new things I think that this is going to be a very interesting time to analyze and to, you know witness going forward because we're seeing 
a genre of music that most people didn't even know was black. It comes from Chicago. Some, you know, a lot of people don't know that. I didn't even know that. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people didn't know that. Then to see an artist like Drake drop an album where there's a lot of music on it, like it's considered a dance album, but there's a lot of music on it that could be considered, you know, similar to the house genre. And then what we're going to hear from Beyonce being considered, um, like what, what we're going to hear from Beyonce that's going to be similar to or influenced by house music. I think it's going to be a very interesting thing to, you know, analyze going forward because I think it's going to be very good for black culture, music culture. I think it's just going to have, we're going to, be more upbeat with some with some music and I think other artists are going to feel more encouraged to even try it that's why I was surprised and excited when I saw that Drake dropped his album and it sounded how it did I think with a big artist like Drake even if it doesn't do well like I said if he says he's above the curve and let's say he is seen as um um ahead of the curve then other artists will say okay if Drake doing this and he the biggest artist now I can do it and I don't have to take as much flag for it or whatever it's just you know people are taking the chance to 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 put out this kind of music. So for Drake and Beyonce to maybe do something like that, I think it's going to be huge and I think it's really going to change how some what what some of this music is going to sound like going forward and I for one am personally excited for it cuz as I said earlier, I love to dance. I love to dance. So to hear this music, it's like all right, I'm a it's summertime, it's dance type music, it's upbeat. It's, it's, I feel like it's good for your soul, good for you, you know, good for your mental. And I think it's just going to be a, a very exciting time. So I just wanted to give some brief history on what house music is. Again, like I said, I got my sources from from um, masterclass.com and from Complex. Like the, both of these just gave me some quick, brief history on what house music is. So I wanted to make sure I brought that to you, the listener. And I also wanted to let you know, I think that this is about to be a great time for music. I really do. Because like I said, K. Trinata, if you do not know who K. Trinata is, please get hip to K. Trinata. K. Trinata has some amazing music. He's Canadian, but his like he was influenced by Pharrell. Um, and like he's worked, I know people don't necessarily listen to him as much anymore, but he's worked with artists like Gold Link. It's like, you know, there are some vibes that you will get from his music that will make you want to dance. And I think if he does end up on his Beyonce album, telling you it's going to be some jams. I'm going to just confirm it. I'm going to call that like there will be jams. They're like, yes, it's Beyonce, but also it's Kachinata. I'm telling you, if you don't know who it is, get hip. But yeah, I think this is going to be a great time, a very exciting time. So again, thank you to the listener for tuning in to this episode of the Highlight Reel. I hope that you all enjoy the music that's about to come out. It is Black Music Month, so I feel like it was also important to talk about it because of that. Like this is going to be some black culture some black inspired music there are some deep roots to this music so i feel like you have to get in tune with it you know it's good to know the history behind it and it adds more meaning to the music one last time thank you to the listener for tuning into this episode of the highlight reel hope that you have a good one peace out thank you for tuning into this episode of the highlight reel if you enjoyed today's episode please share it with a friend don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review it wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure to follow us at the Highlight Real Official on Instagram for any of your questions, comments, or topic ideas. And you can also connect with me, your host, on Instagram and Twitter at Jariah W. Thanks for listening.